to see him in Atlanta, but I don't know if that would be a safe place. All right, we're back. Okay. Uh, we had a little technical difficulties there, but we're back, and we were talking about the Washington Huskies, Malcolm. And, uh, and again, our guest, special guest tonight is uh, Mr. Malcolm Cooley, legend in Cartersville sports. But, Malcolm, we were talking about uh, Michael Penix Jr. in Washington. <laughs> and, uh, <clears throat> you know, I I picked Michigan to win a national title. I would love to see Washington win it, but I picked Michigan and I'm going to go with them because that's who I picked. Mm. <laughs> so, but if Washington wins, I, I'm, I not, be upset. I'm not mad. Right. I'm not mad because I think this kid is going to have a, a great NFL career. And I would love to see him in Atlanta. But if he came to Atlanta, I'm, I'm sure he would probably get hurt because our line ain't the greatest. Uh, so uh, your 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 pick on the national title game, who would you say? Michigan. Michigan, but I, I want Washington. That's me. Win, That's me. But I think Michigan will. All right, Dad, give me your pick on on the national title game. I think Michael Penix will pull it out. To be quite honest with you, okay. um, again, awareness, size. I think um, I think Michigan is lost in the tank, bro. I think they can be exposed. I've got, I have this feeling that Washington will do it. They're hungry. They've never won a national championship before, uh, so yeah, they're hungry. I uh, I do think it's going to be a good game. I really do. I don't think it's going to be a blowout either way. No. Although Washington can score quick, right? Penix throws just lasers. But I think I think it's going to be a really good game. I'm gonna go with Michigan just because of the total team effect there. But uh, like I say, if Washington wins, I'm good with that. I also want to mention a, a little small detail. I want to mention that my Notre Dame Fighting Irish beat Oregon State <laughs> in this incredible uh, Sun Bowl, uh, the Sun Bowl. Yeah, uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna chalk them up because you know Malcolm, we were talking the other night at the cigar bar. Matter of fact, uh, Marcus Freeman got to win. Yeah, he's got to win because if he don't win, that made us ten and three. So he won 10 games for the first time. Mm. That made us 10 and 3. And he's got to win because, and I hate to say this, but him being an African American coach, he only gonna get three years at best. So many he, chances. If, if he ain't winning. Yeah. That's he's gonna be when when uh who's the coach from the uh from uh the Patriots that went to Notre Dame Weiss stayed 10 years, yeah, was it was just horrible. <laughs> That, that was that was just bad football. Mm, and White, he stayed, yeah. Charlie White stayed 10 years. That's a long time, bro. 10 years. Yeah. And nobody remembers anything from those teams. Yeah. It's just terrible. So that's that's why I'm saying I like Marcus Freeman. We 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 gotta get us a quarterback. Yeah. I think we haven't one transferred in, but we got to get a we had we ain't had a legitimate quarterback in a number of years. We've had some quarterbacks. But not legitimate because none of them can make a pro uh, football uh, roster. Well, unfortunately, I, I also think that Notre Dame has got to revert back to what won them national championships. Talk. Because Rice, his Tony his brand Rice. Of football, exactly, his brand of football, that's what wins now. Talk. Yeah. Talk, boy. So, that two way that two way quarterback is what wins now. Exactly. And yeah. it's, it's running rampant in the NFL. You know what? Just five, six, seven years ago, all they talked about in the NFL were the, were the pocket passer, the yeah. drop-back quarterback. Now, if you got a drop-back quarterback, 
He's a statue. I got a defensive end that's ready to eat him up. <laughs> that's right. Ready to eat him up. Top talk, talk now. Yes, sir. Try to tell it like it is. The smoke said the funniest thing. He said, uh, I hope Michigan wins and then they have to vacate the win in a year. <laughs> <laughs> smoke, I think you and Deck been going over to Deck's house dr- having drinks. Bro. I think y'all been having drinks, bro. Give, give yourself a high five from me. That was good. <laughs> I did. All right, uh, we're going to take a short break right here, guys. And when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about them Atlanta Falcons. Like I say, a little bit about them Atlanta Falcons because that's all I got. Anyway, uh, come back on the Couch Potato Sports Report. This is Zoo Mafanikio, the new voice of action. And when you hear my vibration, it is only here to help you to unlock the power of your mind to success consciousness so you can raise your vibration to a frequency of total freedom. I'm so excited about launching my new book, Rethink unleashing the extraordinary within i wanted people to have a new relationship with self and a lot of times we need help with that so with this book rethink unleashing the extraordinary within i believe it's going to have you go to a whole nother level one of the reasons i created this book because i wanted to give people an opportunity to have a guide to help them to rethink their life See, you have to be the one to love on you. And this book really shows you how to do that effectively, how to build your self-confidence, how to put yourself in a success mindset. But most of all, rehaving a new relationship with self. That's so important. So again, pick up your copy of Rethink, Unleashing the Extraordinary Within. Remember, you can get it at Amazon. Let your family and friends know this is the best book on the market right now. Rethink, unleashing the extraordinary within. All right, guys, coming back on the Cash Potato Sports Report, T-Bird, Deck, and our special guest, Mr. Malcolm Cooley. Uh be sure y'all catch us on the hit us up on the couch spot. Hit us up on the website, the couch potato sports report.com. Yep, yep. Uh, you can just you know hit us up on Spotify. Uh, if you ain't listening now, listen later. Podbean, all your streaming networks, man, because we're having a ball today. Oh, you know it. We got Malcolm Cooley in here to help me double team deck because he always throwing them low bows at me every week. So we got another intellectual in here to throw some blows right back. Bro, you know I got the two-piece combo. <laughs> two-piece combo, some hush puppies. All right, all right, Malcolm, let's cut into it. Uh, let's talk about them Atlanta Falcons. Our Atlanta Falcons have been struggling ever since we went 2-0 in the, in the beginning of the season. We have been struggling ever since. It's like we forgot how to play. We don't we don't use our receivers. We got a coach that's in the hot seat. Uh uh, his play calling is horrendous. Look, when you got women that don't watch football every week <laughs> that know and ask, why is he calling that play? We got a problem, bro, in Atlanta. We got a problem. So, Malcolm, what I want to ask you is we got to play the Saints. Uh, we Matt, we lost uh, last week 
against the, uh, Justin Fields and the Chicago Bears, they thumped us like we were yard dogs and stole like their grandmama's pocketbook. Right. So we got to play the Saints this week. And even with that loss, we still got a chance to win the division if, th if things fall right. If we beat the Saints and Carolina beats the Bucks, the Atlanta Falcons win the division. Can you imagine that? Which is scary. That's scary. With a losing record. With a losing record. So give me your thoughts on our team now. Well, the line of scrimmage has always been a problem this year for the Atlanta Falcons, offensively and defensively. They can't pass, they can't protect the passer right. and they can't create holes to run. Right. So if we're not going to protect and to create holes, what are we going to do? Watch the other team win. Over like we've been over doing and over and over. <laughs> and and you know, we gotta look at our defense is a top ten defense in the NFL. Credit to uh JB three, baby. Uh who? Jesse Bates. Uh okay. But uh, well, yeah, Jesse Bates all pro, made all pro this year. <clears throat> but Ryan Nielsen, the DC that we got from the Saints, mm. I gotta give him and his staff all the credit because we came from the bottom. Now we, what is it? Started at the bottom. Now, now I'm here. here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. he took a defense, and you know our defense have given up uh, leads at the end of the game. You know why? Because they've stopped them all They're game, the, and they've been on the, on the field, field so all exactly. game long. Oh yeah, all game long. So, uh, is there a stronger word than struggle to describe? Oh the my team? god. <laughs> so, so you know. You know, in a Malcolm, I know you big on defense and, and uh, fundamentals with, with both sides of the football. What do you see that uh, the Falcons defense is doing differently this year? Well, we don't have a, a top-notch pass rusher. We have nobody that can put our hat on that he's going to get to the quarterback. And we ain't had that for 10 years. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, you got Calais Campbell, and I'm going to give Calais all the credit in the world. This guy's 38. 37, 38 years old, and he playing out of his mind. Right. I didn't think he was going to play half the snaps that he's played this year. He got five, he got five and a half, six sacks yeah. for a 37, 38-year-old. And without Calais, I, I, where would we be? Right. You know, we lost Jesse, uh, 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 what's his name? Um, 97. Uh, what's our boy? Uh, uh, Jesse Tuggle's son. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, I know who you're talking about, yeah. Uh, we ain't heard from him so long. I forgot his name, but I got his jersey. <laughs> oh, wow. It's uh, Come on, Malcolm. I, I de-tackled uh, Grady. Yeah, we lost Grady, uh, you know, to an ACL surgery. Grady, uh, good God. I, I'm, I'm, I'm drawing a uh, brain fart here, but Grady, Grady Jarrett. Grady we lost Jared. Grady okay, Jarrett. And, you know, Grady is a big part of our defense. Uh, and I got to say that Nate Lamon has come in for um, for the linebacker Anderson, and then you got uh, the other linebacker we got from New Orleans playing great football. But when your defense is on the field 90% of the time, and then when you're on the field, your offense is on the field at 10% of the time, and you're only getting 3% out of the offense. If that. If that. It's <laughs> That's just a bad recipe for disaster. How much of that do you put on Ritter versus the offensive line or some combination of? It's a combination. Correct. Because at some point, he's got to make me a play, but the offensive line can't protect. Mm. Yeah. Uh, 
sends you the link. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, Ritter, and see, I think right now that Ritter is so confused and, and terrified of play because Arthur Smith had a part in messing him up. Right. Number one, he should have been playing in all the preseason games. Yeah. You, you made him your number one quarterback. He ain't played. Right. He should have been getting every snap that right. was a snap. Right. If he gets hurt, that's too bad. Right. But he should have been getting every snap. <laughs> now he's afraid to make mistakes at the quarterback position. When you think, man. I think so. You can see Tim in this. I feel, uh, so Tim. And he's, he's a we got people running open. He's afraid to throw the football. That's terrible. Yeah, very much so. That yeah. that is terrible. So, uh, our fans in Atlanta, we we suffer. We've been suffering with the Falcons since 1966, man. What year were you born? 1973. We've been suffering since 1966 with the Atlanta Falcons. So that means before you were born, we were losing. When you were born, we were losing. And you, as a grown man, we still losing. That ain't a good recipe for winning. Not at all. And 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 I've watched it all my whole life, the highs and the lows, Dick. And it's more lows than highs. Well, yeah. Do you remember that one year they played against uh, Denver Broncos uh, in the Super Bowl? Yes. And they got mopped. They didn't was get it, mopped. Is mopped the word? They, they for? did not get mopped. <laughs> Molly mopped. Let is me that tell you something. It was. A, it was. A, <laughs> let me tell you what. I felt like we could have won that Super Bowl, but our boy Eugene Robinson. Had to go out on the streets of Florida and do some soliciting, <laughs> and it changed the whole chemistry of the football game. Yeah, I feel like they could have won also if they scored more points or didn't give up those three picks. Chris Chandler, thank you, sir. Appreciate the gift. It's always Christmas in uh, in uh, January. You're a punk, Dick. You know what? But that's, I'm a punk with a Super Bowl ring, my boy. So that's low right there. Yeah. That's low. Take that back to Bartow <laughs> County. All right. But uh, you, me and Dad, we throw blows. Like oh, and, where, and where's your Super Bowl ring? Which was Denver. Uh, Denver. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah Denver. So <laughs> you know, uh, but you know, stand our Falcons. Uh, Dad, <laughs> is Arthur Arthur Smith staying a league? Oh, he's gone. He's Mal- gone. I got Mal- his bags packed. I already called the Uber. Okay, Mal- It'd be hard to have to find players that'll play for him. Right. I, I just can't. I don't see any motivation or any fight. Right. Well, let me tell you two things. Number one, I would have fired him at halftime of the of the Carolina game. At halftime, I wouldn't even let him get back on the plane. Do you understand me? Okay. <laughs> Number two, I think he's a spoiled brat. You know, he came up with a silver spoon. Supposedly his dad owns FedEx and all that. And you can tell in his interviews how uh, uh, privileged he acts like, I'm only out here. We lost and I'm mad. I'm only out here answering these questions because I got to be out here. Hmm. He pouts. Never had never had to deal with consequences. R- right. He yeah. pouts. He pouts. And number three is he knows that he in a hot seat because when have you ever seen him go out on the field when one of his players was hurt? Hmm. Last Sunday. Yeah. He ain't never did it until now. He ran all the way across the field. <laughs> Save my job. To, to, to try to get, get, get his players to think he cared. Right. And and with all the weapons that we have, let's just name them. Kyle Pitts, hmm. Tyler Argeas, that he uses, uh, he, he makes second strain. 
and he was a, a thousand yard back last year as a rookie. Mm -hmm. But but he brings Bijan Robinson in, right. which is another weapon. Right. And he he runs in uh, east and west instead of north and south. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, you got Kyle Pitts. You got Bijan. You got Tyler Algiers. You got Drake London, who, like Drake. who, who is a beast. Got yeah. more catches in the first three years than Julio Jones and all the rest of the receivers mm -hmm. in Falcon history. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Don't use him at all. I mean, good God. Yeah, you got more catches than Johnny Bench, man. But, like, yeah. Was, yeah, he's something special. So you that's all they talked about in the offseason with these weapons. We're going to have bed get them the ball. Then you messed up Desmond Ritter. You benched him. Then you brought him back. Then you benched him again. Mm -hmm. And then you got Tyler Henneke, who who is a backup, but more of a gunslinger. I'll take him any day of the week over Ritter right now because Ritter don't even give us that. Right. So you said in three years we were going to be reveling. We're still not reveling. Relevant. But re what did I say? Revelant. Okay, revelant. What say it? You said revelant. Okay, what's the word? For is relevant. Relevant. That's what I mean. Yes, I think. But, the but they understand me. They understand me in the hood. Dictionary. So. They, they understand me in the hood. What <laughs> the source? They, see, they understand me in the hood. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, you got all of that, and we still not putting up the numbers that we ought to put up. We ain't scored 30 points. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Malcolm. Give me give me something, Malcolm. Give me something to, to go with. I'm going to be completely honest with you. I have never been a Falcon fan. That's, that's okay. I'm, I'm probably the worst person God, to ask. I thought ask. I was a pilgrim in an unholy land. I'm probably the worst person to ask. <laughs> only because of the, the brand of football that they play. Yeah. And mind you, once they defensively, they've always been, that's where they've on their hat. Yeah. And you used to love to enjoy them, the Deion Sanders. You knew one side of the field was taken care of. Yeah. You had even had a pass rush with Chris Dolman. Right. Those we don't have those guys coming out of the locker room anymore. None. Yeah. That and you're gonna tell me that in all these drafts, since we had um uh, um uh, my boy 55, <laughs> um uh, the, the pass rusher, right. Abraham, John Abraham. Abraham. That we ain't been able to find a pass rusher since. Yeah, they're all if if I'm <laughs> off the blank, uh -huh. I tell my coaches, you go find me the best pass rusher there is. You should. They should find a pass rusher on uh, the Ravens practice squad because everybody. <laughs> no, no jokes, no jokes. Yeah. Ravens, uh, the Steelers. You can always depend yeah. on them to like have a good D line. Like hands down, period. Yeah, no second place, bro. Like, well, so but, but but but, well, and we don't get, need a pass rusher that's been in the league twelve. No, years. yeah. Uh, so. and, and I love him, but our boy Calais Campbell. Yeah, he's thirty seven years old. Right, and we get him now. Right, and he having a hell of a year. Hey man, just be thankful, okay? So, but, but what I'm saying, you can always tell when it's past Christmas, this dude ain't thankful. And that's the history of Atlanta sports. Happen to be thankful. That happen to be thankful, but. But my point is, you know, I'm I'm killing my Falcons because I'm a I'm a fan, I'm a law fan, and I have to go through this every Sunday. Mm. And you gonna tell me I'm charging you as my head coach, Malcolm Cooley. You find me a legit. I want you to find me the best pass rusher there is. I want you to find me the best quarterback there is. If you don't get the first one, you better get the second. You understand? I do. I want you to find me. 
What's going to win me a Super Bowl? Can I can I offer you some good news? What? After this Sunday, you won't have to worry about the, uh, the, you <laughs> stink. the Falcons. You stink. You stink, boy. That's low. <laughs> That, that that as 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 my friend from up north in uh in uh LJ would say that's low Dexter that's low that's the low downest word you could say. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and quote uh, Charles Bukowski on this one. Find something you love and let it kill you. <laughs> I, but 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 you know we got to we got to get. To where we, you know, in the NFL is about stacking wins. Yes, we ain't stack no wins. We we you know we beat a team that we ought to beat. We had mm-hmm. the the weakest schedule in the National League, Football League, mm-hmm. and we still can win. And, and, and you know you got some good talent, and when we get good talent, it won't stay. We, we got the wrong coach, right? What um all right? So I, I got this good feeling that the the Falcons are going to win this season. But the real question is, are the Panthers going to win? And is Faker Mayfield going to uh, spoil your weekend? Well, what we that's exactly what we need. Is we need Faker Mayfield to be Faker Mayfield. That's what we need. Because if we can if we can beat the Saints and they can beat the Buccaneers, we win the division. We literally, <laughs> we would literally back in with our pass down, but we would win the division. How ironic is that? Doc says go Panthers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so does Smoke. Also, uh, you're you're pretty popular in the uh, in the chat. Somebody here thinks you're a, a Commanders fan. Wow. Who? <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me go back up. I think, a Commanders fan. Uh, smoke. <laughs> oh my God. You know, you know he's a he's a a, a a Cowboys fan. Smoke is. Malcolm, you're a Cowboy you fan, eh? Used to be a Cowboy fan. Yeah. Oh, I good. stopped being a Cowboy fan when they fired Tom Landry and they traded Tony Dorsett. Who said that before? Wow. Come on. <laughs> See, because that was the Dallas Cowboys. They were the standard. Uh-huh. Yeah. When when Tom Landry was the was the head coach, they were the standard. So I should I should return that doc that Dak Prescott jersey. I got you for it. Thank you. I, I got you, dude. We'll get you a nice to go cup or something. Well, see, right? again, I we're talking about quarterback jerseys. Warren Moon is my favorite all time quarterback. Yeah, no yeah, yeah, yeah. So, no doubt. Uh, he's good. I'll give him that. I'll give no him doubt. that. Especially when he was with Minnesota. I liked him with Minnesota. even with the Oilers, really? Yeah. He should have gone to two Super Bowls with Houston. Smokes have Tom Landry fired himself. He can only throw the touchdowns. He can't no, go intercepting too now. No, he didn't. Jerry Jones fired him. He didn't fire no. himself. Hey, no. I don't want to start a fight between y'all bloods and crap right now. All I'm saying, all I'll do is pass the messages, all right? Um, True. Who, who is your team? Let's get that on the record. Actually, I don't have a team because I don't have a Fort Valley State player playing in the league anymore. Okay. Thank you, Switzerland. Trying to stay neutral over here. Hey, you you think I'm loyal to my team, my my team, my college team? Uh, That's loyalty right there. I, hey, man, brother, I will give you that. I, I had a stretch where Fort Valley, a Fort Valley State player, won three consecutive Super Bowls. Who? Tyrone Poole won two with the Patriots. Okay. Nick, okay. Nick Harper won with the Colts. Uh, yeah, Pepe Zellner won with the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, look at you, yes, sir. All right, all right, I give you yeah, that. All right. I give you that. All right, so uh, all right, quickly before we go to commercial deck, who wins the game uh, Sunday? Uh, with the Aints and the and the Aints and the the Owls. Well, <laughs> I uh, 
I did win two dollars on a scratcher, so I think that's the that, that's my luck for the week. Yeah, I won two dollars on a scratcher, so that's my luck for the week. So it sounds like New Orleans is going to end up winning. All right, Malcolm. I'm gonna go out on a limb. I think the Falcons will pull it off. Okay, that's very for automatic of you. For Arthur Smith's sake, I hope you truthfully because right. those are the type of games that the Falcons usually win. This is true when they don't have to. Exactly. That's a good yeah. point. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah, I was at the uh, Saints Falcons game at home, and mm-hmm. we won that game. Mm-hmm. And see, that's how we gonna get in because we beat Carolina. Mm-hmm. We've beat the Buccaneers and we've beat the Saints. Right. So winning the games in your division mm-hmm. gets you to where we at now when you losing all the rest of them. It makes for horrible draft picks. It, it sure does. It sure does. <laughs> it does. But, but this is my thing with the Falcons. When you are picking where we picked in the top 10 for the last four or five years, you either they've gotten players that weren't were not an impact. Uh, they've gotten players that supposed to be an impact and they're not used. Right. That's where we at right now. Mm-hmm. So anyway, anyway, uh, you know, Falcons, please win. Bucks, please lose. I, I, I just please. Anyway, <laughs> hey guys, when we come back, we're gonna switch over to them high flying Atlanta Hawks, and we're gonna get our take from Mr. Malcolm Cooley on that. Back in a minute. This is Zuma Finicchio, the new voice of action. And when you hear my vibration, it is only here to help you to unlock the power of your mind to success consciousness. I am so excited to introduce the launch of the brand new collection, Think. Yes, this is the official Think brand. This is the brand that celebrates your brilliance. And by you being a faithful Couch Potato Sports Report listener, when you check out, you're going to get an additional 15% off when you put in the promo code T-Bird. Yes, I said it. You would get 15% off with the promo code T-Bird. Celebrate your brilliance. Go to the official thinkbrand.com. All right, coming in on the seven o'clock hour, guys. Uh, just been having all kind of fun on the Couch Potato Sports Report this evening. Got Mr. Malcolm Cooley in with us, and we uh, just picking his brain about uh, different things in sports. And uh, this guy is giving Dick a run for his money, and I love it because I got somebody else that I can tag team with this guy over here that always throwing the low blows. You, so basically you're admitting you had to bring back up. <laughs> uh, probably. Hey, hey, brother, hey, you said it, not me. You I, said I, it, not me. I ain't denying that, bro. I will <laughs> tell you, I ain't denying it. But uh, Malcolm, let's talk about them Atlanta Hawks. Uh, we, we, we've we gotten off to a 13 and 19 start. So which this is, is the, which this is the depressing part of the show, just so you know. <laughs> which is not very good. We've got our star Trey Young. He's playing in Atlanta. Uh, he's scoring. He's doing a, a lot of good things. But I think you and me and everybody else knows Trey probably don't want to be here no more. Mm-hmm. I think he's he's just playing it out. I mean, that's all he can do. Uh, 
because we're not winning. And he don't have what he needs to, to win on a regular basis. So give me your thoughts as to what – and I like Quinn Snyder as the coach. I really do because he communicates with his players. But our roster is not built to win, you think? Well, and I was just going to say, I don't know if the dedication to – it's not favorable – Defense. Defense. Exactly. Defense right. and rebounding. Because I've attended a couple of Hawks games myself, and the second, third, and fourth shots that other teams get that right. we don't get. We don't get. That, that's hurtful. That's exactly right. And, you know, I watch I watch the Hawks every every game. I, I mean, I'm, I'm again, I'm, I'm one of them guys. I'm a Law fan. <laughs> Been watching them since 1966, too. Good job. Pete Maverick. I mean, you know, but. We don't play defense. In the game the other night against OKC, a very good young team, mm -hmm. we up uh, 20 points. We up 15 with three minutes left in the game, and I think we only win by three, I think. Right. That's terrible. Uh, Jay Childress Alexander, did I say his name right? You did. Was uh, just Shy Childress? You're talking about Shy uh, yeah, what they Childress call Alexander? Yeah. Is his name Shy? Shy, S-H-I-A-I, yeah, Shy. Okay, anyway. Uh, he just coming, we score. And he, they thought about it too. He dribbles down the lane and just shoots a layup. He did that four times. And everybody on defense standing around watching. looking like, why it's didn't you get party. it? Can you, can you, uh, they have a watch party. Can you blame him? He's an amazing player. I, if I got, if I got seats that good, I, I'd watch too. <laughs> that, I'm just saying, you know, courtside. <laughs> That's terrible, Malcolm. That that's absolutely terrible. Nobody tried to play defense. Okay, Clint Capella, Double O, Okongu. When they rebound, Clint gets 15, 16 rebounds a night, but he don't went over everybody's back right. all night that they just didn't call. Exactly. Nobody blocks out. And we wonder why we don't get to beat rebounds in crunch time. Correct. We don't have uh Trey Young is our best uh Outside shooter besides Bogey. Mm -hmm. uh, DeAndre Hunter, to me, is a waste of talent. Uh, well, I ain't going to even say he's talented because he cannot shoot. He he uh, he uh, turns over the ball a lot off the dribble. Well, I'll make an observation for you that frustrated me watching the Hawks. When they come with their offensive sets, four guys outside the three-point line. And just standing there. I have no idea why I, they do that. Why they do You're that. You're so easy to guard. I don't have to do anything. You don't have to do anything. You're not moving the ball. Nobody's yeah. slicing. Nobody's cutting. Every time a shot's made, you know you're not getting the rebound. It's depressing to watch. It's depressing to watch. It's like AAU. That's it's worse than AAU. Because yeah, at least there's a little skill in AAU. There's no skill in the Hawks being around the perimeter Jacking up a three that you know is not going in unless Trey shoots it. Just jacking up threes. Yeah, yeah we need a couple of Europeans to come in and take <laughs> our jobs. And you know, and you know that we've talked about that time and time again about the the jacking up threes, and you still jacking them when you've just went zero for five right. on threes. Nobody said I'm going to drive to the basket this time, right. try to penetrate, and try to draw a foul. Right. Basic basketball. It's you know I, I I liken that to all the lovely letters I've written Halle Berry. You know you, you keep shooting your shot hundreds of times. Eventually they got to sink. You know you got just got to get a couple of them past their lawyers. Well, and they will sink, but the other team has made fifteen. So yeah. how many points are you down? Well, that just right. means you got to sink more. That's all. You know it's a, it's a numbers game. Maybe Do you it's have another the time. Game. There's only so much time in the game. 
then you got you don't have time to not make them. Is what I'm saying. You know, <laughs> rebound, make them, rebound, make them. I'm just putting that out, Hallie. I'm just saying, girl. Just well, call him, brother. You know, <laughs> it, it's you know when when Nate was here, I blamed a lot of it on Nate. I I, I just I thought the game had passed Nate by. Mm-hmm. I love Quinn Snyder's approach. He he works hard as a coach. He communicates with his with his players. Trey likes him. Yeah. Uh, but there's still no defense. And Quinn can't go out there and play defense for him. Right. He I think I think they actually got the right coach. But I just they're not committed to defense, Malcolm. You can't score uh 135 points and uh and give up 140. That's very true. And that's really playing basketball. Is, it comes from the heart at some point to where I've got to get angry. You're not scoring on me tonight. That's right. My man is not going to influence this game in whatever kind of way. That's exactly right. They had the audacity to call De- DeAndre Hunter a two-way player. He's terrible. Uh, Listen, he, yeah. He's terrible. On the bench, he off gets the bench. beat off the dribble every time. What that? On the bench, off the bench. That's two ways. He's, <laughs> <laughs> He's terrible. Anyway, uh, we got the Pacers tonight. The Pacers are another good young team, mm-hmm. and they're gonna uh, they score. They they score a lot. So the Hawks got their hands full tonight, and uh, you know we we gotta bring it. You know, we, we, and I'm afraid that I think when it's all said and done, Trey is gonna leave. Mm-hmm. Because Every game doesn't have to be a track meet either. That, it doesn't. Slow it down. Run right. offense if you got one. Right. So, I mean, I, I again, I just don't. Tony Wrestler, the owner, said that money is no option. We're going to spend money. We ain't spent none yet. Not at all. We ain't spent no money yet. They talking about trading one of our top players, uh, Deontay Murray. Uh, who are you going to trade him for? This is true. I've been I mean, looking it up, and yeah, yeah, I don't really see anybody. I mean, you know, you're going to trade them to they, the Lakers in the mix. Mm. Uh, it's somebody else. We already let Cam Reddish get out of here because he was unhappy. I just think he was a little bit of a late bloomer. Cam yeah. Reddish is a nice player. Yeah. But but because Nate wasn't playing him, mm. Cam got an attitude and wanted to leave. So they obliged him. Mm. But Cam... I mean, he would have been right. You, I, we just we just don't do it right in Atlanta for some reason, Dick. <sighs> you know, and that's why I keep you in Xanax, because you get this way sometimes, okay? It, it, it kills me, man. I got a lot of time and years invested in my teams, and 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 I'm just hurt. The, the, the Hawks have never won an NBA title. The Atlanta Hawks, St. Right. Louis Hawks did. Correct. The Atlanta Falcons have never won a, a Super Bowl. We've been to the Super Bowl twice. Yeah. We had won one for three and a half quarters. Yeah. I ain't, and I ain't going to say no more. Oh, I, <laughs> that was probably one of my favorite Super Bowls. They were 25 points away. <laughs> we, give you, we give you a little head start before we start playing. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, just, it's just ridiculous. But Give you a little head start. But you know, we 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 got to get some answers. Our fans, we have got to start demanding answers as to why we don't win. Malcolm? It's got to start from the top. I think I think it starts from the top. Uh, yeah. Because you gotta have the players if you're gonna put in a quality product on the court. Exactly. There's no way you can do it with with mediocre. Marginal. And we're we're mediocre, marginal. 
in the middle is who the Atlanta Hawks are right now. Mid. I think that I think that what that's what the kids are calling it. They're calling them mid. Mm. What um what do you think would attract like better players here? You just get one really good player and then other people want to be around that one player, or do you think you know, a combination of coaching, culture. Well, uh, one thing you've got. Well, Malcolm, you asked that. It's the definite culture because you've got the culture. Winning is contagious, mm -hmm. and you have to be around people that like to win, that want to win. Mm -hmm. um, when you have that coach there, that's why your Pat Riley's, um, the, even Jeff Van Gundy, those guys have a little grit. They know what winning's like, yes. and you want to be around them. That's yeah. you want to play for those guys. And losing is like crabs; you just can't get rid of them. Am I right? I'm right. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to go back to what my good friend Mike Singletary said for the San Francisco 49ers when he had his press conference. He said, he said, I want winners. I want people that want to win. And I love that. I, I made a bunch yeah. of t-shirts up with that at my three on three basketball. I was still in I love him saying that because I want winners. And winning is more than just physical. Correct. You know, you got to win with your heart. You got to want to be there to want to try to win. Yes. And unfortunately, I don't know if we get that in Atlanta, Malcolm. Well, winning is contagious for one, too. Right. Um, what they are used to in Atlanta is marginal. It's they marginal. Win. They'll play good enough just to be relevant, and then they're, they're okay with falling short. And then we'll go backwards right. because we got to rebuild because everybody ain't got old. Okay, I got I got a question because I was I was chatting it up with the chat a little bit earlier. Uh, who do you think is going to win Rookie of the Year in basketball? Yeah, Chet Holmgren or Wimby? Go ahead, Mal. Uh, Wimby Yama, I think he's going to win Rookie of the Year easily. Right, he has the best set of skills. Um, on any given night, he could take over the game. He's just young right now. Yeah. I think it's his to lose, but I think Chet Holmgren is in a better position because he. He has. He got to win. It, uh, his team wins. No. Yeah, I was gonna say that it's only from the team standpoint, not from individual. Yeah, but it's it's still on how it's voted. I mean, there's there's sort of that that when you when you're when you have like that much hype around, you have like a lot of eyes on you. If you fart left rather than farting right, it's gonna get written about. You know what I mean? Where with Chet, he can just grow and just be himself and play his game. Although he does look like he would disintegrate in the wind, he he both he, of them do. Yeah, they do look a little light in the ass. I'll be honest with you, but I think with Chad Holmgren, he's in a better situation because the team isn't dependent on him to win. Where with Wimby, if he wins, everybody's speaking French. You know what I'm saying? Just, yeah. Well, uh, Chad Holmgren, when they played the Hawks the other night, we pretty much knew, uh, nullified him in that game. We we neutralized him. I've seen him play better games where he was just off the chain. But believe it or not, against the Hawks the other night, he wasn't that big of a factor in no. that game. He kind of didn't have to be with the SGA playing. But, yeah, but if you're going to be that dude, you got to show up every night. But he doesn't, again, the, like, I, I, like my point I was making earlier, he doesn't have to be. I mean, he should show up every night. But he, the pressure wasn't on him like it is with Wimby. If Wimby gets anything other than twenty points, it's like, oh, maybe he's a bust. Well, no, you no, know nah, I mean? nah. he, he, he. But you know, they ain't expecting the Spurs to win nothing. Oh, he, yeah. They just looking at him at getting better every Correct. year, right? So, but, but and, if and he's been playing out of his mind. 
But how much, if, if OKC goes to the playoffs, how much is that going to factor into all that? That's the real question. But I'm with Malcolm. I still think Wimby will win it just because he is the hype. And if the hype plays up to the hype, he's going to win the rookie of the year. Either way. I, I don't think. care if if Chet and them have a great season. Uh-huh. Wimby, he's going to be the rookie of the year. Chet it's, would have to him. do something remarkable, right. hit 80 points in a game. It's you know, his to lose. Correct. Yeah, yeah. It's his to lose. I think um, I think either way, the Hawks are going to be trash for the rest of the year. I said it. I now, said it. Now you, now I you said see, it. You see how quickly he I switched that? I said it. <laughs> he said But anyway, talking about women, Yama, I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, uh, what, what, what do you think, uh, Malcolm, is, is his skill set and just how great can he be? I think people want to put him in a box, but Magic Johnson was a little short of his size. And look at the things that he did with a basketball. Right. If you could put him in a different position to where he didn't have to play center, I think he would tear the you league think up. Magic Johnson was short for his. Then Wimbenyama. Oh yeah, but Magic Johnson was a six nine point guard. That's my and that's what Wimbenyama can play point guard. He can, he can handle the I, basketball. I, I watch he this can one. Handle, Look, the thing is, you don't think he can because he's the tallest no, out no, there. I, no, 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 I, wait. I think he can handle. What I, I'm, I'm saying, he's the tallest on his team, so mm-hmm. nobody looks at him as that. But when he has the ball up top, he can get any shot he wants. He sure oh, can. Yeah, nobody's blocking him. I watched him play the other night, and he did everything that Malcolm just said. Yeah, he was doing everything. Yeah, and I'm saying, look at this seven five dude play everything. What did uh uh Giannis say about him? Did you see what Giannis? I did said? not, cause he was eating Giannis <laughs> up. Yeah, yeah, he had grease that night. That's he true. was eating Giannis up, but I, to Giannis's credit, Giannis came back and showed him who he was too. Yeah, yeah. And then you know, I ain't no Giannis fan, but his running over people. See, and I had an autographed jersey from him for you, man. Nah, burn it. <laughs> but but Wimby can do it all, man. Yeah. He, he, and I'm sure in the next few years, he's going to add a little weight. Uh-huh. And and if he can, well, the NBA ain't physical no more. Right. But, but he's he, he's the truth, bro. Yeah. This dude going behind his back. That's yeah. why I think he's out of position personally, mm-hmm. just because of his size. Right, because if he if he's even if he's not the point guard, he should be on the wing handling the basketball. I right. was gonna say small forward. Yeah, yeah, small forward, because he's definitely he's way too light to be to try and bang it up in the middle like that. It's just right. yeah, people will walk on him literally. So yes and no, but it's it's the lower body. You you're not you don't have to be girth on the yeah. up top. Yeah, it's, yeah, he's not. Tell him like it is, bro. Well, you don't because I'm not a big person, but nobody's gonna push me around inside or out. Right, it's, it's all about your lower body. Yeah, this is true. This is and true. and you that. got to have that mentality. And when you when I think about a Clint Capella, Clint get pushed around all game long. Yeah, I mean he you know he gets the trash, mm-hmm. but he gets pushed around all game long. Man, he doesn't have a dog in him. He got a little poodle in him, but you know he doesn't have. I think dog he got in dog in him. He he just ain't. Got no fighting dog in him. He just get pushed around. Bro, he's named after a university that even I can graduate from. Like, come <laughs> on, man. Come on, dude. All right, guys. We're going to take one more break before we get out of here talking to Malcolm uh, Cooley on the Couch Pitch Sports. We're having a great time. Tune in. Hit us on the couch spot. Hit deck. Let him know what's going on. When we come back, we're going to finish up. And uh, Dick, who we finishing up with? Well, we're going to talk about them Atlanta Braves and Chris Sale trade. Yes. Stay with us.
This is Zoo Mafanikio, the new voice of action. And when you hear my vibration, it is only here to help you to unlock the power of your mind to success consciousness so you can raise your vibration to a frequency of total freedom. I'm so excited about launching my new book, Rethink unleashing the extraordinary within i wanted people to have a new relationship with self and a lot of times we need help with that so with this book rethink unleashing the extraordinary within i believe it's going to have you go to a whole nother level one of the reasons i created this book because i wanted to give people an opportunity to have a guide to help them to rethink their life See, you have to be the one to love on you. And this book really shows you how to do that effectively, how to build your self-confidence, how to put yourself in a success mindset. But most of all, rehaving a new relationship with self. That's so important. So again, pick up your copy of Rethink, Unleashing the Extraordinary Within. Remember, you can get it at Amazon. Let your family and friends know this is the best book on the market right now. Rethink, unleashing the extraordinary within. All right, coming back on the Couch Potato Sports Report. About to wrap it up here. We're going to get it in our final final segment with the Atlanta Braves and the trade, but uh, Before I forget, I just wanted to uh, give a shout out to the Toilet Bowl Club, uh, which I will be on in you know, participating at 8 a.m. tomorrow Eastern here on Podbean Live. Join us. That is for the Toilet Bowl Club, where I talk with my man Smoke, my man Doc, and Angie from Scotland, and we all have a good time. All right, the Toilet Bowl Club. Got plenty of tissue, though. <laughs> <laughs> TBC, baby. Uh, all right, Malcolm. Uh, let's talk about them Atlanta Braves. Uh you know my player, and everybody knows who my favorite player is, is Ronald Acuna Jr. Uh, we make a trade this week uh, to get Chris Sale from the Boston Red Sox. And, you know, Double A hadn't been doing a lot of – he didn't do no big stuff. He was doing a lot of low-level, behind-the-scenes, getting uh, reserve <clears throat> players and trying to get bullpen help and all that. This is our big hit right here. You yeah. get Chris Sale for Vaughn Grissom. Everybody loved Vaughn. Didn't have a place on this team. Uh, his glove hurt him, but as bad as the truth. Right. So I, I, I'm going to call it a good trade. And if Chris Sale can be who he was in 17, then it was great. Give me your thoughts on that. Well, I'm excited to see Chris Sale when he's a left-hander. And mm-hmm. the Braves have had really good left-handed pitching. Um, Steve Avery, back to what I remember. No, no doubt. And so if you can come up with any time to be able to protect the plate, mm-hmm. that's what I'm looking forward to out of the Atlanta Braves on the, with the pitching. Yeah, and his arm angle is 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 something else. It? It'll back right-handers off the plate right. to where you give you more plate coverage. The defense, we're already great with the infield, right. and I can see a lot of ground balls coming from him. Oh, man. Uh, you know, Double A is – they call him a genius. You know, he's really put together a great team. Uh, you know, we've come up short. We won World, one World Series with him now, but we've – last couple of years we've come up short. Do you think we'll get back to World Series competition? If the, if we're de- if the bats. We just can't have the bats go quiet in October. Right. That's the scary part because we'll play great all year long 
And when it counts, it seems like we go dormant. No doubt. And, and you know, a lot of people think that the uh, the playoff concept hurt us this year. Mm-hmm. What's your thoughts on that? Um, it's new to where uh, the Braves just got a bad draw. Mm-hmm. And so that's what hurt them as far as they weren't hot at the right time. Right. They they actually went ice cold. Yeah. Um, it wasn't just them, though. Like, I think it was like three teams that – that hit over 100 were out of the playoffs in the first round. So, because and they're blaming it on that long layoff, the, the division winners, yeah, the Dodgers, right. you know, the Dodgers did the yeah. same thing, right? Yeah, so I mean, I, yeah, I don't, I don't think it was on them. I really do think it was, you know, just to counter your point, you okay. know, I am an asshole and everything. <laughs> he, he is, yeah. and he always counters, <laughs> trust me, yes. he always counters, he always disagrees with everything. And I like that, gotcha, because I don't want nobody agreeing with everything, right. And that's the nicest thing he's ever said about it. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, our Braves, uh, I think the Chris Sale trade is going to help. So you got a, you got a starting five of uh, Spencer Strider, okay. uh, Max Freed, uh, Sale probably going to be your third starter, Charlie Martin, and uh, uh, Elder. Um, forget his first name. but Blake Elder. No. Charlie Elder. <laughs> Just keep going. All of them are named Charlie Elder. <laughs> His name is, uh, I think of it in a minute. But anyway, some people are saying that this could be, I don't know how true this is. This could be one of the best starting uh, five in the league this year. I just don't know. Bryce. Bryce Elder. Bryce. Yeah, I just thought about it, right? He said, <laughs> I, I just don't know. A lot of people thinking Max Freed is going to leave because he's this is his free agent year. Okay. And the last couple of years, the Braves have been on for letting mm-hmm. their stars leave. So, and then they got a replacement for him if he leaves, if, if Sale pitches right. So, it's going to be interesting. Baseball is 162 games a long season. Ron Lacuna is 40-70. <clears throat> you think he'll get close to that again? Huh. I do, and <clears> – <throat> I just think the the Braves outfield is second to none. It's second to none with the new, even with the new guy we picked up. Exactly, and, and so that's what you hope that keeps going once the playoffs hit because we just stopped hitting the baseball. We did. We yeah. we stopped hitting it. Um, I'd like to see. And we can't rely. We can't rely on the long ball. You cannot. <clears throat> Brian Snicker, see, you not set me off. <laughs> Brian <laughs> Snicker has got to learn to play small ball. Yeah. At times. Play, play baseball. That's what I've been. I was hollering all summer. Man, why don't you play baseball? Bunt around, move around over. Bunt him. Don't be afraid to let your big guy bunt. He didn't say that one time. Dude. Yes, I, I did. Look, Acuna is a five-two player. He can bunt. He can hit. I mean, hit for right. power. He can run. He can do. Use all of his tools, but see, it's where you place him is where he's most powerful because you you still have to put all the right people around him. Ozzy Albies is still another one that I think if his if his placement was a little better, right. he would have got mm-hmm. just as many um just as many steals. It's right. just that if if you if you let Ozzy bunt sometime, yeah, Ozzy got the speed to beat it out. But again, their bats are so consistent that yeah, if they did just play ball, you know, didn't go for the long ball all the time, right. I think they have even more steals. And I'm more of a base hit guy, especially if they have switch hitters. Right. And they just go opposite. They're not going to – they'll run out any throw that's down the third baseline. They can beat it out. I'm about being a complete baseball team. 
Mm-hmm. I, I, I want to have guys that can hit homers, that can hit doubles and singles and steal bases. Mm-hmm. And, and I want to be able to move a runner over in the key time. When, when we get into extra innings, you got to run at second base, nobody out. Acuna can move him over. You ain't got to just depend on the home run. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ozzie Ibis can move him over, and anybody else. Michael Harris. Can I get Where's the Harris aggression from here? stealing the base, though? Huh? That stealing the base. Not don't move him over. Steal yeah, that yeah, base. Yeah, you can. Acuna <clears throat> and Ibis can yeah, steal the can base. Can steal that base. But I want to see Snicker. You know what Snicker's answer is to that? Well, you know that's the way we're built. Hmm. I'm so tired of hearing that it drives me nuts. I think Acuna's going to do another 40-70, especially hmm. since that was the first year that he has the rules. Now that he's all warmed up, you right. know what I'm saying? And, Give him a little Gatorade and send him out there. Yeah, right. And he's over in uh, Venezuela uh, playing winter ball, wow. and he is killing it. Staying sharp, baby. He, he is killing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the only thing that you wonder is I hope hopefully he's taking care of his body and everything, and I'm sure he would be. But that's a lot of baseball. It is. That's a lot of baseball when you coming off a 162-game-plus playoffs and then playing winter ball. The benefit for him, that's how he grew up. Yeah. That, that's what he knows. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so. he'll stay sharp. I think <clears throat> I think his skills will stay sharp. I'm wondering, if anything, what's going to happen with, and this is kind of sort of off-key a little bit, is uh, Ron Washington. With everybody getting rid of – with them getting yeah, rid of all their stars – it's like they're giving him – they just sold him a jalopy. Right. You know, just so he could be head coach. Like, come on, dude. Well, I wouldn't have taken that job. But, but, okay, you said it. That's the thing. He wanted to be another manager. Uh-huh. So, basically, it looked like to me – he know it ain't nothing in, in with the Angels. Right. Yeah. He wanted to be – it was up to him. I'm sure the Braves wanted to keep him. But he wanted to be another manager. And then he took uh, Eric Young with him. Yeah. Now, this is what I think can hurt us. <laughs> Those two guys dealing with them uh, Latin players or, or the Hispanic players, it was, you know, that's just like brother to brother. Yeah, Those yeah. players needed those guys. Yeah, You understand? Mm-hmm. So I, we, it's going to be interesting to see that the, impact. The comfortability that they had having yes. those people around. Yes. Yeah. It's going that's going to be the we're going it's going to be interesting to see that impact that it has on Ozzy and Acuna and all of them because you know if you notice when you looked in the dugout they was always in their own in the area yeah. yeah hugging yeah they were yeah. you know and Wash was was right there with them and I when we lost Wash that hurt me yeah that hurt because he just added so much to us and when we got him they brought him in actually to interview for the manager's job. Oh, yeah, that's right. They yeah. did. They brought yeah. him in to interview for the manager's job. But because Snicker was the interim and he did so well, right. they went ahead and went with him and made Wash the third base coach. They brought him in for that. So that's, that's going to be a big impact. So, we, we, you know, we'll see what happens. But hopefully, hopefully with the addition of Chris Sale, that's going to help us a lot now. I think it will. The, the- the pitching staff will be shored up on the back end anyway. Um, yeah, they got well, it for the cheap too. They yeah, that, like five hundred thousand dollars for the year. Well, they they read they redid him. Yeah, for they, sixteen. But yeah. but what's McCall gonna have to pay the majority of that salary? Right. Yeah, uh, so they, they did get him on the cheap. They got him on the super cheap, which is cheap. great for us. <laughs> it is great for us. Yeah. Um. Also, our bullpen, Iglesias scares me to death. Mm. He he. 
uh, I, every time he comes in to close the game, if we got a five run lead, he gonna give up two or three. Right. You know, we just can't go in there and have a clean in. Well, you gotta yeah, keep it interesting. I mean, give it, you know. <laughs> Well, I mean, make it fun for the fans. Get your heart rate up. I put it to you. Oh exactly. my God! He, he, I'm, 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 I'm sitting there watching the game, just mm-hmm. going through, just going through all kind of changes. Yeah. Drinking Jack Daniels, doubling it up. I mean, you're killing me, dude. You're killing me. He is sponsored by a defibrillator company, so that works out. You know, that's that's good for us. And I say, God, we got a five run lead, bro. Pitch free, right? I mean, come throw strike. How do you mean, say no? We don't in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, we getting Tyler Massick back. Hell of a uh, time in the World Series. He came in and just in, in the NLCS and the World Series was just awesome. So we're gonna be getting him back, but he coming back from uh, from uh, Tommy John. So that's gonna be interesting to see how that works. But you know, hey, uh, go get them Braves. I mean, it's gonna be another long year. They look uh, February. Players start reporting, baby. Yes, Wait, that's next month, Dick. I, I know. I can see the smile on your face. <laughs> that's next month. But anyway, uh, let's get to our party shots, Dick. What's your party shot, bro? Uh, yeah. So <laughs> Juicebox signed with his uh his travel team. We they did a whole affair, and uh, you know the kids signing. They got the jerseys and shit. It's great, okay. and okay. so. I just want to say, uh, you know, thanks to Clutch for recognizing the talent in my son. Also, if you guys want to donate to uh, the team, um, I will have a link on the website a little later on. But, yeah, we can use the donation. We're hoping to travel to Florida. And, yeah, so that's hmm. – the the coach has won, like, the regional World Series oh. or whatever it is. Oh. So we're looking pretty good on the team. He's one of the few left-handers, so – also, uh, Nick, I'm going to tell our listeners where they can donate to the Couch Potato Sports Report. Uh, on the Couch Potato Sports Report, if you go to the Couch Potato Sports Report.com, uh, I got some sort of link up there. You'll see it. Just or go to the. I will send you my. No, I don't have a Venmo. Send me. Uh, just send us cash. It'll be all right. Just send, <laughs> just, just send it to my cash app. Yeah. Uh, it's. It's. Uh, it's. Uh, you know, dollar sign William Taylor. Okay, or send it. I don't know. I'll make a cash app. Y'all send me some money. I don't give a shit. So, but yeah, <laughs> just dollar sign William Taylor to the cash app. Uh, we take all donations for our show. As y'all know, we we uh, sometimes we on the move, mm-hmm. and uh, you know it, it takes a little change. And uh, we any we appreciate anything for our show because we try to give you the very best. I got a parting shot from the chat. Uh, it's coming from our man Smoke. He says thanks to Malcolm for joining tonight. So yeah, yeah, I appreciate yeah. that. A lot this of value. A lot yeah, of value. A lot of value. Very first podcast. So I yeah. appreciate that. Awesome. And it, I told you it didn't hurt. Uh-huh. And Malcolm, uh, give us your uh, parting shot. Anything? Any shout outs you want to say to anybody? I do not, but I'm thankful just for being able to for to, to reconnect with you. Yeah. Um, it's been a while since I've seen you. Yeah. And I made a new friend over here. So. Oh yeah, that's dead. And uh, you got a promise. Yeah, right on, man. You got to uh, promise, promise us that you'll come back and do it again sometime. I can promise you after this, I definitely want to come back. Okay. All right. That's great news. My parting shot is go on and do it. Go on and do what you did when you said you did what you wanted to do. And we are out. And that is what he told her at prom. <laughs> Check us out on the <laughs> CouchPotatoSportsReport.com. 
Go to the couch spot on Twitter. Yeah, I dead named a website. I don't care. X! Check us. Yeah, we like Twitter. Check Twitter us, Check us out again on uh, the uh, Toilet Bowl Club at 8 a.m. every Saturday morning. Uh, I will see you guys then. Have a good night. Thank <laughs> you.